Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Now you're throwing off my chip chip that's coming. I didn't know you were recording. Oh, Don't. I am. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chip chip a I can't breathe for the first time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Chip chip a I love it. Yep. You're really playing to my demographic. Hey, any excuse to sing Kelly Clarkson on this podcast, I'll take. Hey, we're here. We're recording a podcast. Um, chip chip a everyone. This is Bob's Credits. We love credits from the TV show Bob's Burgers. They're so good. They are really good. They should have their own podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's get into it before people turn this off. (laughs) Look, if they're if they're listening this far in, they're they know what to expect by now from me. But what if this is someone's first time listening? Oh yikes. Listen to some of the early episodes. I'm definitely a little bit more charming. (laughs) You're always charming. Oh, stop. Should we dive right into Bob Pun or Max Pun then? Yeah. Or do you have do you have something you want to say to me here? Off off the mic. You have something you want to say off the mic? Yeah. Should I stop pressing? Should I, um, I don't can it be what, recorded? I forgot the title episode of this. Is it Slumber Party? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Let's <laughs> let's resume. I have to keep that in because it's, no, it's not like a pun. It's very obvious title. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to tell me something serious. So I was like, oh, I guess. We don't want to record this. This could be used in evidence secret. against us. We've been watching. Trial. We've been watching too many, too Sopranos. much Sopranos. <laughs> don't talk about it. I'm still mourning. Okay. Um. All right. So we're gonna dive into the episode Slumber Party. But first, Bob Pun or Max Pun. Let's do it. Your first burger pun is the Play It Again Yam Burger. Huh? The Play It Again Yam Burger. I don't get it. Play it again, Sam. Oh, um, Bob. Yes. Your next pun is Pat Benatartar sauce, sauce burger. It's hard to say. Pat Benatartar sauce burger. Tartar I hope sauce. it's you. I'm going to say you. It is me. I love you. And I, now I want like a fish sandwich mm. with tartar sauce. That sounds kind of good. 
Yeah. Like McDonald's awful filet fish I've never had one. I used to love them, to be honest. But I don't know how much of it is real fish. Yeah. Especially when I used to eat them growing up. But like, we could make one here that's like, ooh, fresh fish. A little fried, and yeah. Just like thick high cod. Quality. Yeah. Okay. I'm... Let's make the pat Venetara sauce burger. Some lemon squeezed on it, tartar okay. sauce. All right, we'll make that one. Okay. Um, I'm going to sing this one. That's the cauliflower of love. Burger. Bob? The cauliflower of love. Nope, it's me. I love cauliflower. So I gotcha. That's great. And your final pun is Monty Python and the Holy Kale Burger. Oh, darn. I'm going to say you. Yes. See, I thought I would throw you off there because I don't. I, we're not. I'm not a Monty Python fan, or like I've never like gotten into Monty Python. I thought you'd be like, oh, that's right, a Bob's Alley. Oh, you know what? I got it confused with the Princess Bride. I was like, you have a Monty Python book next to your bed. <laughs> nope, they're very different. Yeah. Except for that, they're both got some medieval stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. Skyler, can we have the title? And synopsis for Season 4, Episode 9, please? Absolutely. The title... I think we know what the title is. The title is Slumber Party. Linda is devastated to learn that Louise is anti-slumber party. So she does what any kind, supportive mom would do and forces a surprise sleepover on her. There's a fashion show tie-dyeing, and cupcake making. There's even a girl obsessed with braiding hair. Suffice it to say, Louise is in hell. And so she decides that one by one, she'll manipulate them into leaving early. Poor Bob having to drive them home. This episode came out on January 5th, 2014. We were officially moving into a new year for the Bob's Burger world. Uh, it was written by Scott Jacobson and directed by Jennifer Coyle. Starting off the year strong. Mm-hmm. You like ha- this episode? I... Love this episode. I love this episode as well. I think anytime they take an iconic thing from childhood and then bring it into the show, because they do it in such a smart way, I think it's it's a good episode. Does and, that make sense? Yeah, and because they were able to play against type because That's Louise, what I mean. Louise is so like anti all the like a lot of the childhood stuff. Like yeah. she doesn't she doesn't want to do those things. Yeah. Um like obviously, like she says, she's so different than all the girls in her class, and yeah, she all gets they talk to about the stickers. That's so funny. She gets <laughs> you get to poke fun at everything that you were or weren't. Were slumber parties a big deal for you? Did you go to a lot of them? Can I get real for a moment? Oh yes, please. Do you want me to turn the mic off again? <laughs> the <laughs> no. recording off. I hated slumber parties, and if you'll remember, um, Gene was really scared to go to his first sleepover. Um, that was more me. So my dad died when I was young. I was pretty petrified to sleep in a house that wasn't mine. I had severe, severe anxiety and I I got very, very scared at night and morning could not, when I made it to morning, it was like, thank baby Jesus. Did you ever have to have one of the parents take you home or did your parents have to come pick you up or your mom? I, I believe so. But I, I'm, I more remember just like sticking it out and just like watching a, kick, a kitchen clock like minute by minute by minute. It's so hard sometimes to fall asleep in unfamiliar. Sur- when I think about it now, like 
as a kid, you're like, you stay all over people's houses. Your parents send you to this place to sleep. And like, I would never do that. Like, I don't want to sleep anywhere but in my bed. I want my bed. <laughs> right. I want my nighttime I routine. Remember, like, my friend's house is like, they're so scary when it's not you're like your familiar surroundings and it's yes. nighttime. And I remember like one friend, uh, they had this like long hallway to get from where the bedrooms were Mm-mm. and to where the kitchens were. Okay. So if you want a glass of water in the middle of the night, you had this long hallway and his parents collected like these like masks from around the world. And <laughs> there was no way I was walking. So if I was thirsty, I was just like Shit dehydrated the whole night. Yeah. I was not going down this hallway with this scary masks That's in the horrifying. hallway. Yeah. And, and, where and one of my friends had a really big house and, I was terrified to leave my friend's bedroom at nighttime. It's horrifying. Maybe if Linda was throwing us a, sl- a slumber party, she did a really good job. She did. We'll get, and we'll get into that. But also, like, your friend always falls asleep first, too, because it's their home. They're, and you're like, they're How comfortable. About, why are you asleep? Yeah. Oh, I. it's funny because I get anxious when you fall asleep before me. So maybe that's, like, from my past. Oh, whoops. I'll try and stay. Uh, <laughs> Well, I so rarely fall asleep before you. I know. It is weird. When you fall asleep before me, I'm like up all night. Let's not dive into all my freaking issues, though. You want me to turn off the mic again? (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm saying. We just had like a 10-minute conversation about slumber parties. They choose really great topics. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the episode. Yeah. Do you like it? I love it. I I love it. I love these new girls are these new characters that are brought into the the fold. And I love all the little um, quirks. Yeah. All the specific quirks because you all, you knew these kids. Or you were those kids. There's a girl who likes to braid everyone's hair. I think that's one of the funniest jokes and we'll see how well it pays off in the credits. Yeah. When they cut to her braiding the mops at school, it's hilarious. Well, Mr. Bronca's like, I told you to stop. (laughs) Don't braid the mops. This happens a lot. Yeah, stop doing that. And then the girl who wets herself, who, you know, there's always a kid in sleepovers who has an accident, at least at that age. And has to hide it. Yeah. And you're embarrassed at that age. That was more my vibe, like a crippling secret and an anxiety. Right. Yeah. Then there's the talkative girl and it's just like, and and the the movie they have to watch, Twincinnati or whatever it's called. Yeah. Total. Twincinnati. It's such like a. Mary-Kate and Ashley ripoff. Exactly. Oh, I loved Mary-Kate and Ashley. I loved Billboard Dad. It's a great movie. Uh, I don't know what that is, but that they're in that? Oh, yeah, they're in it. Okay. Are they... Is Elizabeth Olsen a bigger star than Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen were? No. You don't think so? Such profoundly different careers. Totally, and those girls think, were stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, she's it's like an different. A-list actress. Would she's you say? like A-list, but they were A-list for like kids' world, yeah. and but not like Hollywood. Like you know, the, you wouldn't go to them to go star in like an Oscar-winning or Oscar-nominated film. But you might yeah. go to Elizabeth Olsen for that. Yeah, but but star meter wise, like if you did like famous birthdays, they rank by popularity. I guarantee you, the Olsen twins are higher they than her. They built an empire. Yeah. And I don't think Elizabeth Olsen is an empire. I think she's just a really good actress. Good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Actor. Um, yeah. So this episode is great. And then I do have to just say, once again, the payoff that Louise pushes herself out of her comfort zone and actually ends up making a friend. And 
this Jessica girl really engages her in a way that Louise really wants to be engaged. And I thought it was just like the most amazing payoff that she wants her friend to stay over. It's so cute that she hits it off with this girl. I love that how much Jean wants to be a part of the slumber party because not every little brother wants to be a part of his mm-hmm. sister's slumber parties. I've, I went through that. Uh-huh. But it, it's in a different way for Jean. Like Jean really wants to be a part of all this in a different way than a little brother wants to. So like a little brother, like you kind of want to like bug them and you kind of yeah. want to like just, you just want to be a part of it just to annoy them. Yeah. Gene wants to engage in all these activities. He thinks they're so much fun. Yeah, he is. This will pay off in the credits. Wink, wink. I hope I'm not giving away one of my fun facts, but he really wants to freaking tie dye with them and he has it all planned out. He's going to do a crop top and Linda's like, I only bought enough supplies for everyone, <laughs> all the girls. Anyway. Um, and then there's Tina, who is, quote unquote, aged out of slumber parties. She hasn't. She wants to be a part of it so badly. She's trying to act like she doesn't care. And then the second uh, Linda's like, oh, you can join now that, you know, we've lost a girl to the she's sleepover. Like, Great. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That's I, it. I want to watch Twincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's line about... Um, you want to go to the mall and you're beeping your friends on the beepers is so cute. I also want to give credit to Bob, who is not like, he's not like, oh my God, I have to take these girls home. This is the war. I hate being a, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, it's like, it's like this, this is, this is a part the of acceptance. being a father. I get it. I'll take you girls home. And then he gets his hair braided and he is delighted by it. <laughs> Linda says something like, what's wrong with your hair? He's like, what's right with my hair? Um, it also shows me the perspective of an adult throwing a slumber party because like, you know, you're probably going to have to take someone home or someone's going to need to call their mom because they're crying. It's just, it's just a, a nice fun peek into the adult side of it. I think Linda might have been one of the girls that annoyed the other girls at the, the slumber parties. I think you're right. Um, Would you like some fun facts from this episode? I love them. Let's see what I've got for you here. Oh, this is something we haven't mentioned. There's uh, kind of a side story. Oh, oh, shoot. It's a big one. Shoot. I forgot to put it in my synopsis. That's okay. That's okay. It's not. It's not okay. It's not okay. (laughs) Tell us, Max. I mean, it is important because, spoiler alert, it makes its way into the end credits. But I failed. This is the first official appearance of Little King Trashmouth. The first time we see him. <gasps> he was mentioned back in 2 for Tina in season 3. Mm-hmm. But this is when we finally get to meet the king himself. And he is dueling it out with El Diablo. The bigger. Uh, darker. Darker raccoon. <laughs> but this is the first time we meet Little King Trashmouth. And he makes his way into the household. Yeah. I mean, we learned so much. He he loves a good red. He loves Bob's socks. Yeah. I want to say, if you're listening out there, uh, don't invite raccoons into your household. No. They, they are cute-looking creatures. But I, apparently, like, and I've learned this recently through Twitter, their urine or something like that mm-hmm. can get you, like, there's, like, a disease you can catch just from, like, inhaling it or oh something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Max. <laughs> I think Twitter gives you so many things to worry about. I agree. Twitter has ruined my life. <laughs> anyway, follow us on Twitter, Bob's Credits. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Oh, hello, it's Max. 
He'll be there. I'll be there complaining and ruining my life. So, you know. (laughs) Might as well join him. At me and uh, (laughs) tell me some other facts that will ruin my day-to-day life and that I have to be concerned about. I thought a raccoon, like, exploded yesterday. We were walking by our neighbors and, like, there was this black and white fur on the ground. I was like, it was like the Christmas vacation cat. It just like exploded. <laughs> yeah. But then I realized they had brushed their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, we get the king. The king has made his way into the Belcher household. This won't and be the last hearts. time we see the king. Yeah. But, but we learned that Teddy is heavily invested in these raccoons because of Linda's stories. Mm-hmm. Linda's telling her friend Ginger and Skylar and I are said to each other has is ginger ever do we ever meet ginger i don't know i feel like we're bad bob's fan for not knowing that but we'll see as we go through we'll keep an eye out for her yeah i don't think we meet ginger i don't think so is she in the band i don't know i don't think so not in the band no okay um another fun fact for you is the script cover we've mentioned that Mm -hmm. one of the illustrators of the script cover just for the cast and crew was a Scarface parody with Louise saying, say pillow to my little friend. Pillow. Say yeah. pillow. Say pillow, which she says in, in the show, I think, in the episode. So good. Other than that, voices, voice actors, we get Rachel Dratch. We forgot to mention that Jody, one of the girls, Rachel Dratch is the voice of Jody, who is a neat freak. She's a germaphobe. I, yeah, germaphobic. She's a germaphobe, which I can relate to. Send me some germ germ facts on Twitter and I'll panic. Um, but we love Rachel Dratch. I think she's hilarious. I think Jody comes back at some point. But you looked at me the other night and said, who does the voice for Jessica? I did. Any guesses now? Nope. It's someone we love who is in everything lately. There's an Elizabeth Olsen tie-in. Oh, um, we love her. Yes, that's what I said. She's... <laughs> comedy but made her way into drama she can do no wrong she did an indie film about a woman who couldn't get pregnant yes and i can't remember her freaking name her name is katherine hahn yes we love katherine hahn she is jessica jessica will be back in season 10 episode 13 three girls and a little warfy really we'll, we'll, we'll bring her back up i love it yeah but that's it. That's all the fun facts I have for you. Great. Let's. Do you let's want to get sh- into the credits? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the last moment before the end credits is they are releasing Little King Trash Mouth back out into the wild. Mm-hmm. Or the, the alley. alley. <laughs> Here he goes. He's almost out. Go, Bobby, go. Oh, sorry, King. Great broom work, Dad. Yeah. If I was a raccoon, I'd leave. He's out. Now we can all go to bed. King, drink responsibly. Okay, good night. <laughs> I'm so happy. So she pours out a little bit of wine for Little King Trashmouth before the door closes officially for the night. And what do we see as it gets into the end credits here? We do not see the kitchen. No. But in the same black and white pencil drawing, we see um, the Belcher living room. And coming from the left side of the screen to the right, in color, are the girls from the slumber party, and they are doing a slumber party fashion show. So who do we see first? The first one we see is Harley, Harley who cannot stop talking. She's the talk. She's so cute. She's though. the talk a lotter. 
Um, what is she wearing here? She's wearing her pink feather boa. And as Linda says, her um, sleep shirt and heels that are way too big. And she kind of stumbles. Whoop. Yeah, she stumbles right as she crosses through. And then let me play a little bit more so we can get to the next girl. The lyrics there, we're going to hear it throughout the rest of these credits, is slumber party fashion show. Slumber party fashion show, looking good from head to toe. I'll be singing that for the rest of the week. And doing the walk. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, And then right after... Did we say that they're strutting in their fashion show walk? Yeah. Okay. And then right after Harley makes her way behind her, not dressed up, just in her normal PJs, is Jody. Yes, what is she doing? She is spraying, I, th- I assume it's like a sanitizer. Yes. Uh, all all around her. Yeah. Just everywhere. She is just trying to, she's trying to kill those germs in the air, which pre-COVID, we'd probably be like, you're crazy. Now we're like, I'm you. Appropriate. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that around me all you need to. Yes, please. Um, And so they're going across the screen, but circling back. In yeah. front of the sofa. So it's like a little circle that they're walking in. So like you see them go across the screen and then back yeah, by the so, couch. And then next up we have Linda. Linda, we forgot to mention because of this slumber party, she puts her hair in pigtails in her little PJs and it's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> so cute. What is she wearing? It looks like she is wearing her pink PJs, a fedora, and like a little maybe like cropped her, blazer. Is it like the one that she wore in the Tatas? Is that the name of her band? Maybe it, it looks like yeah. she, it looks like the the her, great like, color. Yeah, it's fuchsia. Um, and she's kind of like walking with her hands. What would you say they're doing there? Like they're pressed down and out. Like her yeah. palms are pressed down like and you're doing pointed a out to her walk. side. Yeah. Let's see who's coming next. Boa. <laughs> I didn't notice okay, that. Okay, so that is... Uh, I forget her name. Me too. But she she walks by in like a large coat and a boa. And like you said, she's braided the boa in front. <laughs> and her her hair's in a French braid. In the background, Jody walks by, as you said. They're doing a circle and she's spraying the stuff still. Oh, cute. Um, the coat is like huge, which is really cute too on the braid girl. I'd also like to mention that I was very cruel to my mom as a child because she couldn't braid hair. Oh, that's, that's awful, but understandable at the same time. <laughs> you caught yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was just very disappointed. And then my dad's girlfriend could French braid hair. Oh no. And I did not like her, but one day she French braided my hair and she won me over that way. Oh my God. I remember as, as a, as a younger brother, to an older sister that makes sense uh-huh. i guess you don't the, that's kind of redundant to say as a younger <laughs> brother well i could have be a, to an older brother so what is going yeah okay. what i'm saying is <laughs> i remember how big french braids were in our household whenever she would get one it was a whole thing it feels um, so good to have your hair braided i would know i would love to get my hair braided i don't think it's long enough well well, well, according to Bob, that's true. I just need it in the front, so maybe you'll braid my yeah. hair later today, like yeah, Bob let's do in it. the front. Let's do it. Speaking of the well, Belchers, <laughs> speaking of the Belchers, we're about to get the Belchers coming in here. Ooh, 
All right, I just got to say, the forecast calls for fabulous. I'm going to go back a little bit so we can see Tina really walk across the screen here. I am sorry. Tina's outfit is iconic. Tell me what she is wearing. She is wearing like a rain poncho and a yellow rain poncho socks and these... um, Glasses. She's giving off a very Nathan for you vibe. It's very <laughs> monotone. Well, we've said she reminds us of him anyway. Yeah. Um. And as Linda says, the forecast calls for fabulous. Yeah. Um. And she's like these big blue, like winged, sparkling, like rhinestone glasses. I think. Oh, they're rhinestone. I think on the side they have rhinestone on them. Oh, why wouldn't they? You know. Yeah. I. It, it just makes me laugh. She just takes it so. Seriously. She's so serious. She's walking very fast, but like she's posing with oh, yeah. Tell one, us hand the pose. Be- one hand behind her ear and one hand on her hip. That You're right. Classic, the pose like, makes it. Pose. Yeah. I she's- fucking love this. This would make a great Halloween costume. I agree. I mean, you'd ha- you'd really have to know your bobs to mm-hmm. get it, but I like I would it. get it if you wanted to do that. I just told you about it, so. <laughs> That's true. I'll forget it by the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm you like, will. What are you doing? You'll, you'll come Halloween morning. You're going to come in. In a poncho. And like, what the, what's going on here? <laughs> what the hell is this? You couldn't even are remember. You, are you Georgie from It? Well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So Linda's going in the background behind her. because She's making the circle. Let's see who comes in behind Tina. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh, I like that. Who, who ah. did, yeah, who did we see? Ooh. Okay, Bob is in on the action. He is strutting on the catwalk with his hands in his pockets and his front bait, braid. But I think the braid... Goes from the front to the back because he has this little tail. Yeah. It's I think so she good. Did, I think she did as much as she could with his little like bald, <laughs> his little spot back there. She just <laughs> took some of the hair on top of it. I think uh, that's what it looks like. She took like the yeah. little, his little like comb over spot and oh made God. a braid there. Bob is just wearing his normal like lounging attire. Yeah. But he has got his hands on his hip and he's just enamored by this braid in front he's of his look, head. His eyeballs are looking up at, at the, the braid. braid. Yeah. And he's... I mean, he technically he took these kids home, so it's not realistic to kind of the episode. But if it's like a continuation, he came home and did not take that braid out. Yeah, right. We try and figure out where if it matches his storyline. This is kind of all over the place. Yeah. Because he did. You're right. He didn't get braided until he took Jody home, which is what point of the ride do you think? Do you think he was driving and she started braiding his hair? Or do you think like he was like dropping her off and I think she's, she's like, let me braid this before I go? Or? And cannot not be braiding hair. So I don't think she's waiting the whole car ride home. So you think he's like trying to like, Jody, I can't, can't see. <laughs> he's like, let me pull over. Jody. <laughs> Jody. Um, okay. Let's see what's next here. Ah. I have to stop it right there because it's too fabulous. It is fabulous. Tell me. You tell me, Skylar, because okay. your eyes are, you look like you would look on Halloween morning if you ran into show me your Halloween costume right now. That's how excited you are. <laughs> so we have like this big floppy hat. It's like a purple color. And then he has like a straw. Ooh. Oh, Jean. Yeah. Jean has jumped in. And then he has like a blonde banged like strawish wig on. And then he has 3D glasses on. And um, the piece de resistance is his tie-dye shirt, which... Crop top. Crop top, which he has manifested 
from the episode because this was the look he desperately wanted to make, but his mom didn't buy enough t-shirts. Yeah, and I don't think he got to... Did he get to uh, take part in the fashion show in the actual episode? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. They were because he was too. He's little brother or he's older brother. He can't. He doesn't get to partake. But I would just say that Jean's belly is perfection. It's perfection. It's the most perfect belly I've ever seen. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's finish these up. These credits here. And also, what's her name? Braid Braid Girl went by in the background. Okay, okay. There, so much is so happening here. So much just happened. Okay. I got to start with Tina's mm, 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 her modeling noises. I got to go back. Those are so good. <laughs> and I really want to make sure that those pick up, hopefully. Yes, I'll be quiet. It's so funny. She, okay. So Tina's obviously walking back through and she's making like, uh, uh, mm, mm, noises. But what else happens? So much happens. Little King Trashmouth. Yeah. In a newspaper. What is it called? Those hats? Like a newsy cap. Yeah. Like, like a, a newsy newspaper cap. boy. Cap. Yeah. yeah. Walks. He's not like in the circle. He just like walks across the screen. He's looking fashionable. He's looking fabulous. And then we get Louise running across the screen and Jessica chasing her they both have pillows louise's ears are like flopping in the wind as she turns back to see jessica kind of approaching her with a with a pillow and it's perfection like we said this is all aspects throughout the episode all kind of like wedged in so it's like there's no real like time where this took place in the episode but everyone is actually doing what they would want to be doing yeah like no one's being forced to do anything that they don't want to do exactly it's a you it's a slumber party utopia Exactly. Everyone has their dream come true. We say sometimes like they don't put enough of the episode in the end credits or sometimes they put this has every aspect of the episode in but the end credits. It feels it's like it's not over it. Too much isn't going on. Yeah, it's simple, but it does encapsulate all of it. So, I mean, we're talking about it. Highlights, lowlights, anything um, I don't think I saw Little King Trashmouth walking through the first time, so that was a highlight. Well, it's because like so much is happening right at that moment. You got Tina walking by, yeah. uh, the pillowcase fight, Jean still walking off the screen. It's it's a lot. So I think my actual highlight, though, too, I did not hear Tina's mm, mm, mm. like if Tina's feeling herself, I'm feeling it. And we actually didn't realize the first time we watched these credits that Jean's tie-dye t-shirt was a callback to the episode. So that's also a highlight for me. What about you? And I I, I like to think of Dan Mintz doing the Tina just mm, 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 uh, while recording them. He's like, what if I just like... Mm, mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> the noises are great. I'll take a Little King Trashmouth appearance anytime. Little King Trashmouth is Biscuit's favorite character so many he has so many raccoon toys um should we score them yes we score on a scale of one to ten h's at the end of tina's uh you go first this time i went first last week ten yeah not holding back i'm gonna join you i feel very confident yeah they are perfection these end credits it's like we said everyone is doing what they love everyone is being their own kind of characteristic themselves yeah Yeah. and it's such a 
it's such a call out to how well the episode's written, the details about the braiding and yeah, everything that worked well in the episode is brought in here. And I want to point out that I love the song. I know. I want to go. Slumber party fashion show. Looking good from head to toe. Slumber. And that's it. It's yeah. so simple. They nailed it. Anything else before we uh, wrap things up here? I don't think no? so. Okay. Well, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please follow us, as I said. Twitter, Bob's Credits. Instagram, Bob's Credits. Uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. We've got some bonus stuff going up there, but you have to subscribe to the right tiers for that. And leave us a review. Anything else, Skylar, before we get out of here? Do you want to say anything to the folks at home before we get out of here? I don't have anything. Stay crop toppy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Slumber party Looking Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.